back to shul. With the relaxing of government health guidelines and COVID-19 being regarded locally as just another type of flu rather than a dangerous, contagious disease, many have now returned to shul, to the synagogues and study halls that they frequented for years until the pandemic broke out. Normalcy is beginning to take effect again. I myself returned to our local shul yesterday, davening there for the first time in 15 months, and I found the experience to be exhilarating. For the first time in over a year, I did not have to worry twice daily about animal excrement on the grass in my backyard. Would we get a minimum of 10 men for a quorum? Who would be on my lineup card? Is everyone following the health regulations? Who will lead the services? Who should be called up to the Torah? Is the Torah rolled to the right place? What do we do if it rains? Are all the chairs clean from bird droppings? Or all those saying Kaddish keeping pace with one another? How can I assuage everyone's sensibilities, including offense taken over perceived slights or perceived noncompliance by others of health regulations, etc.? Returning to shul yesterday, I actually felt that I was talking to God again. Rav Biederman quotes Arizal on this week's Parsha. In heaven it was known that the twelve spies could easily be corrupted, so the soul of each of the twelve sons of Yaakov came down from heaven and accompanied his tribe's spy on the mission to Israel in order to keep the spy from going astray. When, despite this, most of the spies failed in their holy duty, the souls returned to heaven, because when a person sins, his own soul departs. How much more so when it is not his own soul, but rather that of his ancestor from whom the tribe emanated? There were two spies who were exceptions and did not have their ancestor's soul accompany them. Yosef's soul accompanied the tribe of Manasseh, as the verse explicitly says, for the tribe of Yosef, for the tribe of Manasseh, Gadi ben Susi. It does not relate a soul for Yosef's other tribe, namely Ephraim. Yoshua from the tribe of Ephraim was instead blessed by Moshe, who changed his name from Hosea to Yoshua, saying, May God save you from the plot of the spies. Kalev, from the tribe of Yehuda, likewise relied on prayer, visiting the cave of Machpelah in Hebron, where he prayed to his ancestors not to be enticed by the advice of the ten spies. The accompaniment of ancestors' souls did not prevent catastrophe for the ten spies, but the personal prayer by Moshe and Kalev did rescue the two righteous spies. Torah study and good deeds are the best way to spend our time, but there is no substitute for personal, direct prayer to God. When a Jew cries out, God listens. In this week's Dafyomi, Yuma, Nun Beis, Amr Aleph, Rav Yossi says, Beloved is Israel who do not need a messenger, but rather can pray directly to God on each Jew's behalf. Rav Biederman further quotes Rav Henech, What is the meaning of, And Moshe called Hoshea ben Nun Yoshua? Whoever always calls out to Hashem, Hoshea, Hoshea, save me, he is the one that God will save. God wants and answers our prayers. The pandemic taught us Zoom, podcasts, working online, how to manage with less, and many good things, despite the difficulty of isolation and quarantines. Many who prayed alone at home found it spiritually uplifting with no distractions. Still, we must now return to regular tefillah b'tzibur at shul under the canopy of the divine countenance. May we find comfort and salvation in our renewed prayers to God. Shabbat Shalom.